To many Ugandans, mental suffering is perceived as abnormal and as a sign of weakness. Statistics indicate that in any given year, almost 30% of the adult population around the world will suffer from a recognized psychiatric disorder, anxiety, depression, loneliness, alcohol addiction, among others. Hello there, my name is Nyamishana. Welcome to Nyamshana's podcast. Today, I am honored to host Mima, a blogger and mental health advocate, to talk about therapy and healing. Mima candidly blogs about her therapy sessions and healing journey. Hi, Mima. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine. I am honored to host you on my podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm actually humbled. Yes, thank you. Okay, so Mima, um, you write explicitly about mental health and therapy. I I would like first of all know who you are. Okay, Uh, Mima. um, Mima is actually a combination of both my real names, Mirembe Mary. I've 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 been calling myself Mima since I was eighteen years old, so it's grown onto me. I am a mental health advocate. Mm-hmm. I call myself a mental health advocate because I share my experience through my blog about the challenges I went through looking for ways of dealing with my depression. Okay. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for sharing on your blog because it, um, I, I personally, it gives me courage oh, to thanks. to like talk openly about therapy and mm. and and healing. But mm. also, I felt when I read when I read that uh, blog post that was it Benjamin that shared it. Oh, the final therapy. Yes, session? the final therapy session. <laughs> was it the first one you read? Yes, it was the first one I had landed oh. on, and I loved it. Okay. Um, I loved it very much and mm. I thought why don't I host this amazing woman on my podcast. So, mm. you write explicitly about therapy mm. and your journey, your healing journey. Mm. When did you decide that today is the day I am seeking therapy? Surprisingly, I didn't decide as me. Mm. It is an auntie who identified that there was something off about me. Mm-hmm. Because Mia is going through my process of I've lost my mother, I've lost my grandmother. Then the final person I was hoping would stick around, that was my boyfriend, also decides to basically ghost me, cuts all contacts and everything. And I started freaking out. So your whole support system is now shaken yes. and gone. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember the last person I spoke to on Twitter before I deleted my account, he's a friend called Bernard, I was crying. And I was telling him about this boyfriend. And I was like, is there something wrong with me? Why do people feel the need? Why is it easy for someone to leave me? Like, all those questions girls would want to ask and find out. Yeah. Because of the rejection they feel. The abandonment. Yes. And he was like, do you need me to talk to this guy? I'm like, no, don't. But he he comforted me. And he's like... Me, me, maybe you need to maybe you need to get help eh? that's yeah, the first time the yeah. help thing popped up mm-hmm. and I'm like maybe actually I need to get help eh? Yeah. but I didn't follow it up because when I deleted my Twitter account I first I deleted my Twitter account my Facebook my like everything so when I was still in that confusion of grieving and I think actually me I grieved and, and, and 
failed to come out of their grieving like i stayed there yeah. you know there's grieving you know then you move on i right. didn't move on mm-hmm. i didn't know how to move on so when i was in that confusion of losing myself i didn't even know i was losing myself mm-hmm. till i reached a point where i contemplated committing suicide Right. Now for me that is the part where I was like okay maybe I think I have a problem mm. because that was a new law that was an extreme law so I was like okay I think I have a problem mm. so my auntie I don't know how I think it's a motherly instinct I don't know if it what sort of instinct it is right. but she sensed something was off about me and she reached out she's like hey minimbe you know are you fine mm. and I'm like no I'm not fine. I am not fine. Like mm-hmm. I could tell I wasn't fine. Mm-hmm. So she she was like she's one of those people who are she's a very open-minded person and surprisingly she knew someone in that line. I think after hearing why I wasn't fine, she could easily direct me to the right to person. The right person to so help you. That is how I got in touct with the therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So me it wasn't. It was just and that brings you to the importance of people knowing that there's this sort of help because if she didn't know there was this sort of help mm. maybe I would have gone to the church it's like go to church and they pray for you mm. and yeah but she specifically knew that this girl needs this kind of help yeah yeah i like how you blog about <laughs> like that I, I, when i read the, it's not a serious blog <laughs> it is a very serious blog because mental health is stigmatized in I this know. country and how you're coming out to speak about those personals uh, i know things on on in in the most of us would never want what we True. talk in that therapy True. room True. to ever come out True. but you are putting it out on True. your blog when did you decide that okay mm, i'm getting uh, i'm getting somewhere these crazy suicidal thoughts are, are departing I and i now need to share with the world first i actually blogged um like one or two stories but i think the timing wasn't right mm. then i i closed it so 2020 i'm back on social media and this friend he's actually called benjamin you know i'm like a free spirit i post things things on facebook so he inboxed me he's like hi you know like like have you ever thought of writing and i'm like wait like they could just inbox someone. A writer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could just inbox someone and ask them if they're a writer. I'm like, yeah, I've actually done some writing before, mm. but I deleted the blog. Mm. And to him, it was like, you know, like when you're telling someone, like to him, he took it personally. He's like, how do you delete a blog? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened? He's like, you should open it. You can write. Mm-hmm. As like, if a stranger can read just my Facebook post and point out that i have potential to write as like okay i think i should open it again yeah and i told him i actually have a story like mm-hmm. you know just but i, I like i bit depression and it's like you should open that blog yeah that is how i opened it wow first blog december 2020 i think it was december 1st okay yeah 2020 yeah uh so uh there's uh there's where um first of all tell us about that <laughs> The, the final no the final <laughs> therapy session was funny um the final therapy session was really emotional for me mm-hmm. like i woke up and i was like i'm not going to see this this person okay like i would i'll see him again mm-hmm. but not like how we were like i would look forward to seeing him telling my funny stories and what what so it was like a way of 
okay now you're on your own and you need closure with yes. therapists as well yes. that was the feeling of now you're going to do it on your own mm. so like you know i was optimistic i was happy like the happiness had come back actually mm. therapy works it does it works mm. and when you trust the person taking you through it if you trust this process you begin to reap yeah because i remember the first time i went to see him the first first ever session i spent on a long you know like when you went to bury someone <laughs> a long maxi dress mm. that is what i was feeling that is how best i could yeah that is what i was putting on but the final one has all you know cavilicious and you know with probably a flowery dress no it was actually a see-through top but like a decent okay. see-through top like mm. i was like i was happy yes and you could notice see it and like you could see there was this was a different mirror mm. so yeah we sat he's like hey, you've been through like we, we've come from far you know mm -hmm. he got his book. how many months are we talking about nine months nine months of yeah. therapy yeah mm. so he got his book and you know flipped through and he's like this is the first time we came here yeah and I was like, so you're actually documenting my... And he's like, yeah, I do that for my patients. I write down each and everything. But he wasn't writing during the no, session. No, he would actually do it when I was gone. Mm. Yeah, so for him, it was like, there were like pointers for him. Mm -hmm. And the, the thing I'll never forget was the first on his list was low self-esteem. Mm. I didn't even have to tell him that I had low self-esteem. It was all over me. I was oozing self-esteem. Yeah. <laughs> I think what grief does to mm. us is to, 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 to like sort of cut because there are those pillars yeah. that yeah. that we are hanging on to yes. and once they are gone yes we they've defined us yes you sort of get lost. Wound, yes your, your mom was there yes. she was everywhere and now you've a, a part of you is yes. gone yes. and even if you were the most confident person at school true that is cut true. off true it, it yeah. gets cut 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 off mm. and mine i think the thing which and, and the thing I liked about him when he was explaining what he was actually going to treat with me, mm. he was he called it a mild depression triggered by back-to-back -back loss. Oh, wow. Like, after that first session, you know, after talking about, you know, like, so, so why are you here? Mm. He was like, no, this girl, her problem was triggered by loss. It right. all started with loss. Mm. Yes. So it's not because you are... Um, predisposed to depression no. or because the but mind I, grows weary but i didn't even know i was depressed mm -hmm. me that i was just sad you know i've lost my mom mommy's only girl you know i i didn't know what my problem was until when i thought about you know like you even think about how you'll heal yourself and mm. what, like you fantasize about yes yeah like when you reach that extreme law that mm. is when you're like okay i think i have a problem right yeah Okay, uh, so uh, at what point did these thoughts start disappearing? Um, the, 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 the medication they put you on and the sessions, they help you cope. Mm. There's, there's a newness they breathe into you mm -hmm. and you start to think different. Yeah. Your attitude to life changes, your attitude to problems change. And you're made to believe, like how he made me believe, mm. that I wasn't this extremely emotional girl who failed to cope with grief, but I was just wired differently. Mm. There are people like me, we can't hide our emotions. Like yeah. we just you wear your emotions we wear on your sleeves. Yes. So when things <laughs> attack us and your brain is not equipped to process this information that mm. is hitting you back to back, yeah. you're bound to fail. Mm. Yes. So for me... 
yeah with time it was a process started with a long maxi dress and you know yeah. coming when i'm happy and or hair that is not done yes. and he started and and i liked how he noticed he would notice these small small things <laughs> he's like hey, today you look different i'm like really yeah so it's the little things yeah that he would notice about the changes about me yeah yes. uh, so i think uh everyone has like different ways of dealing with things they do. and mental health mm. uh, the more i read the more i, I understand mm. that therapy actually works is uh, is like you get a flu mm. or your body um the way it functions at 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 20 mm. or if you expose yourself to bacteria mm. or covid mm. you're going to get covid yeah, and there are these things that bash your mental health True. things like grief so you cannot always say i am a strong person True. i am strong i'm strong it's not True. a consistent human True. thing mm. you will be tested and tried in so many you. ways you're exactly yeah. your brain can surprise you mm. so um there's a t there's some one other uh because when i read the first blog mm. i was so interested in mm. reading more <laughs> uh, you write about how at some point during therapy the long journey of therapy mm. your therapist prescribed sex he did. <laughs> do you want to tell us that story first he unapologetically prescribed sex like he wasn't even feeling sorry for me he's like you'll figure it out mm. <laughs> Okay so my sessions were designed in such a way that like every session like the, like I had a day for relationships mm -hmm. I had a day for esteem I had a day for for different topics oh, to wow. tackle wow so that specific there was relationships mm. and i was telling him like but but Dr Raymond like first of all me the guys that attract are married uh-huh and 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 i'm like so like me am i destined to be like a side chick like what? so he was like analyzing my previous relationships mm -hmm. my current relationships and this specific one i was telling him about was someone i got involved with yeah that was the most uh the, i don't know like it really defined my life yeah so when i was telling him about it you know he he, he was a great listener he listened he listened he listened so okay. he has done he didn't even ask me so like so have you spoken to him what 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 mm. i was like but mary when was the last time you had sex you know these people when they there's a way they get to know they get to understand you they get to know you and i think that particular moment he was like this girl has deeper problems <laughs> what had you talked about because because also uh if in context if it's not put in context mm. it is grossly misunderstood no. Mm. Okay, I was telling you about this. Um, it was a complicated relationship I got into with a married man. I'm not proud of it, but stuff happens. Mm. So I was so invested in it. And I was telling him about the ups and downs, how I don't get to see this guy the way I want to, how, you know, like basically the complicated nature of dating someone who is not yours. Mm. So for him, I think he was like, maybe this girl's problem is something else. And he's like, hey, but Mary, like, <laughs> and surprisingly when he asked uh, i had taken like a year mm -hmm. and he's like you see I'm without fulfilling uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to him i think he was like some things pile up like you can even do some things about so you like sometimes you were like some cavolcano that yes. <laughs> was building up yes it's mm. like mary today that is my prescription mm. go and have sex yeah yeah so he whether it is uh 
personal sex so we have we have a uh, yeah. we have an episode on sex here oh. so uh, Ophelia took uh, told um, uh, gave us very good uh, tips on Ophelia uh, used to be my friend on Twitter okay yeah. <laughs> before you deleted <laughs> yeah but now you're back yeah I'm back yeah, we are happy to have you back yeah, thank you um so, yeah so mm. I think what I got from that was uh, there are different ways of coping there's some things Mm-hmm. There's some things we can do to help deal with the symptoms. Um, some are physical, some are, you know, like professional, like you go and see a therapist. You know, others are writers, others are, others are so into music. So sometimes some are very unconventional, but they do work. Okay. And trust me, when I was done that day, I was like, wait, you know, like, actually feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better about yes, I was this. Like, wait, maybe I had other problems. Mm. Yeah. So, looking at your life, then you're in a long dress. Mm. Apart from now, the dressing. How, how do you see your life has changed? Um, my life has changed mostly. Attitude-wise, that was the biggest change. Mm. Today I see life the way, like I see it the way it is. You and know. you're enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, you mm. know, even just putting on something which makes me feel, you know, like I'm like, eh, but Emma, you look nice. Eh? Like mm-hmm. I speak to myself, I reassure myself, I am my own person. So I have learned how to take care of myself. Right. Because if I don't, I'll end up. I remember there's something powerful he said to me that one of during one of our sessions. Mm. He's like, but Mary you need to learn how to process these emotions because one day they may never be a Dr. Raymond. Right. Yes. Right. So to like stand on your own. Yes. The way I look at therapy is like you have a broken leg and then they put some um, clutch. Yes. Like you have to walk on clutches at some point. Yes. And then as the leg heals Mm. because it is being protected Mm. and Mm. once the leg uh, is is ready to start mm. stepping, mm. the clutches are thrown. Yes. The, the the crutch is it crutches? I think it's crutches. Whichever. Oh my god! <laughs> the crutches are thrown away, yes. and then you're ready to walk. True. Yeah. So, I was injured for a long time, but then slowly by slowly, I started, you know, just being me and realizing that I can actually do this. Like mm. it's not the end of the world. Mm. And he also made made sure that. You know, he, like, he gave me this advice to, like, to reassure me that, like, I'm not the first person. Eh? Mm. There are actually people out there who are not even where you are right now. Mm. But the fact that you, you've been through this process, you know, let it be a start to something new yeah. in your life. Yes. Uh, is there a point where you had to go off the antidepressants? Never. I'm, I'm this kind of person, like, I am... I don't know. I think I'm just a dedicated, I am so committed and dedicated. Mm. You know when someone tells you your health is depending on this thing, mm. I took each and every pill every day at 10 a.m. Mm. I sleep a lot, but I my, I put in like an alarm. I think it was a forever alarm. <laughs> every day at 10. I missed only once and I called him when I was freaking out. Mm. I'm like, I've missed a pill. I forgot to swallow my pill. He's like, no, no first relax. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Just, just calm down. You, you, 
it's not bad as someone who has taken like a week so one day is not so bad it's not so scary mm. you will resume taking it the next day yeah yeah so are you off the antidepressants yes i got off uh 2019 august oh, 2019 wow. yeah mm. so i got off though getting off also was also scary yeah because i didn't know if i would want to still be on them you know like 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 not like an addict but mm. you're used to this you know someone is helping you in, in a certain way. Mm. So I was like, okay, when I go off, like what will happen? Will I manage? Yes. Will the behavioral therapy yes. alone work? Yes. And actually, even the way I was taken off them, I wasn't like, like a today thing like, oh, you're done. Mm. No. Today oh, I take, deal. tomorrow I skip, the next day I take, the next day I skip like that to just prepare my brain mm. that, listen, we've been doing this for nine good months, mm. but we have to move on. So get you ready. Mm to stop receiving this thing which has been helping to boost your levels yeah yeah and another thing we need to really talk about mm. is you're sharing your your therapy uh, mm. uh, journey on this podcast mm. uh because it's all it is what you do it is you're an advocate True. but you don't have to share your personal story no. of therapy mm. with anyone mm. any podcast you don't mm. have to be pressured mm. but because Mima was already sharing it on her sure, blog sure. I felt like okay my listeners could also benefit yeah. from this uh, I could help amplify mm. what she's already doing on her on her on her uh, on like, her blog because mm. therapy is personal True. and no one should feel pressured to, know. To, you know to, to, to share their True. story with anyone because what happens there is very private and actually before we go on uh, there is one of the reasons why i did it is i just imagined someone out there who was going through mm -hmm. what i had ever gone through right and they didn't know what to do they didn't know okay where do i start from yeah uh, is what i'm feeling even okay you know mm -hmm. people who pretend and console themselves with their problems and mm. they're like, oh, I'm, I'm but tough. also with the stigma here yes. and also the wrong prescription yes Gendo sabe. Hey. Hmm? I, I also did church by the way mm -hmm. but church didn't it didn't work right it didn't right so i needed a certain not saying that i'm i'm actually a born again christian mm -hmm. but it gets to show you how broken you can be that mm -hmm. you know you're a born-again christian mm. and you're planning to end your life mm. and you know you end up in hell and it is not about i want to meet jesus quickly, hey, quickly but you have your own problems the mind has actually yes. is sick the mind is sick yes so yeah. you know the outcomes but you still want to do it anyway mm. you've tried church you know they prayed for you but you're still feeling broken so also because there's bad counseling yes did you try to get church counseling and how did that go um i i saw i saw one pastor i remember one of those it was i, I stay in makere university mm. so that that specific day it, i think it was a bazaar period so i just felt like let me take a walk you know I, I love rugby. I usually go to the MP speech. Mm. So let me go and take a walk. So when I went there, they had like a camp. Um, you know, you there was a counseling session. There was, you know, health things, things. I'm like, wait, why don't I go to this pastor and explain my problem? Maybe he can pray for me. Yeah. I went. I requested to see that guy. And he's like, yes, young lady, how may I help you? And I'm like, 
I am a very sad person mm. and I just burst out and started crying. Right. Do you know someone first letting you cry mm. properly to finish all your tears? <laughs> it was that bad. And this guy just put his hands on my shoulder and started praying for me. He said, mm. God, whatever is happening in this girl's life, please comfort her. So when I was okay to talk, I was explaining my situation. I'm like, I'm so sad. I don't know what to do with the sadness I'm feeling. Mm, right. Yes. So he, you know, I think I scared him sort of, but he prayed for me. Mm. But nothing changed. Right. Actually, he went back worse than I was feeling when I came. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So sometimes the things we think can help. I think we should just be open-minded to different ways of that work yes just like you treat uh, uh covid with a vaccine yes, or someone who just the achi herbal what? yeah or you have malaria and yes. you're coughing uh, or you have high temperature mm. you don't go to the pastor mm. to pray for mm. you you go to you go to the nearest medical yeah. center or clinic or hospital Should be accountable to to, to 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 give you some mm. drugs that will help you yes i tried yeah. that i mm. prayed that days when I would tell God, like, please heal my heart. Mm. I don't know how to deal with this pain anymore. I cannot explain that pain to someone. You can't understand it. Mm. Like, you're, it has no words. You just feel lifeless. Right. There are days before, after, after talking to, to, to my friend Bernard, like, I would, like, I would spend days in bed, mm. wake up, you know, get something to eat, go back to bed, cry, 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 cry. That was my day. I would literally cry every day, mm. just be in bed. I How don't do care if I've showered or yeah. what. I was broken. Mm. How did that affect your work? Um, school? The good thing about my work, um, I freelance with different organizations. Mm. Um, I help in the monitoring and evaluation field. Okay. So when there's a project, you're called. So that time, even to make matters worse, I had nothing to distract me. There mm. was no work. Mm. So I was there at home, like I had nowhere to go, and I stay alone. So mm. it was not an easy process. It wasn't just an, an easy time. Yeah. But I'm glad that the help found me somehow. Wow. Yeah. I am so glad that I, 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 I've been on and off Twitter, but I'm so mm -hmm. glad that day I, that I went on day and stumbled. saw a blog, a nice blog that. Um, oh, that's a sweet. Yeah. Thanks. So, um, we are coming to the end of this uh, wonderful conversation, mm -hmm. and you touched this a bit, but speak to someone directly who is listening because podcasts are personal they are in people's ears there are people doing their laundry they are driving they are wherever just speak to someone um if there's someone out there you know you're there in your room you're just like okay what should i do next mm. i think i would love to let, let them know that okay like yes it, it is okay to actually have a problem you shouldn't feel embarrassed about feeling different you should actually recognize that you have a problem but don't stay in that confusion of what will people say about me like as in you should take the courage to look for answers the way i did yes so just it's not the end of the world basically everything has a solution and 
Yeah. And you're a mental health advocate, so you can share your like email for yeah. for your work, so mm. that someone can just slip into your your email. Um, email mirembemary at gmail dot com. Please write to Mary. She will direct you on what yeah. you can do. Yeah. Um, or reach out to a trusted yes. friend. Speak to someone. Speak, because mm. what I realized about uh, mental health is you can the the first bullet, eh? mm. the first bullet to defeat it mm. is is to talk, True. to speak up. So if people don't know you have a problem, they they they, they want to know how to help. Yeah, you. because depression is very deceptive. Mm. Uh, you are. It's sometimes it does not show outside. Sure. You are wearing your red lipstick, I know, <laughs> you know. and you're wearing this beautiful yeah, dress, yeah. and you're showing up to the job. Deep and and your uh, sometimes depression even masks as a, as you're the clown of the True. place. Yes, you're clowning around usually over the place. Yeah, they, you're, you're clowning around. Yet yes. You have this uh, yes. big burden on mm-hmm. your shoulders. So I think it is good to go and and, and, and seek help true, true. and get treated. Mima true. is here yeah, looking know. lovely <laughs> and happy. She has this I deep know, laugh and I know. yeah, yeah. I so, mm-hmm. yeah. okay, we are ending on the note of self care. Mm. How do you take care of yourself these mm. days, like on a daily? Um. These days, um, I actually reconnected with my God. I had first closed that chapter, mm-hmm. but I eventually found Him. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do a lot of meditation. I'm so much of a music person. So I listen to a lot of worship music, and that is my time to reconnect with my God. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of positive. I don't know how it's called. Like I, 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 I speak to myself. Right. Yes. If I'm first, like in 2020, I was close to actually going back to where I was. Mm. But I was just like, Mima, we can't go back there again. We've right. been there before. Mm. We, we we can't we can't do that again. Mm. So attitude-wise, I'm also, I I try to keep a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. If something doesn't work out the way I hoped it was, it was, I'm like it wasn't mine. Mm. You no. Know? Maybe it was a training for something. Like actually, recently I was called for an interview somewhere, and I'm like, if they don't call back, it wasn't mine. Mm. Yes, but I, you did your best. Prepared, I did my best. Yes, but you were also prepared for. If they don't call me, yeah. there will be another opportunity. Maybe even the interviewers to prepare me for this. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a dress rehearsal. Yeah, because that was a serious interview. Like, eh, but you know, I'm using the same skills I used there to interact with you. Thank you yeah. very much, Mima. You're welcome. Unless you have any parting thoughts. Um, parting thoughts, parting thoughts. I don't know. My mind is bleak right now. <laughs> but, oh, yes. Um, I would love people to stop stigmatizing us. Oh, yeah. It is heartbreaking. If I could tell you my experience, the first month of me being on antidepressants, there's a friend who was like, I thought those were rich people's problems. Uh-oh. And I'm like, wait, me, I was actually broke at that time. Eh? Mm. <laughs> I was like, so, so you mean us who are not financially stable, we can't seek out for these services? Mm. There is a lot of stigmatization. People call us weak, or those who are still going through it weak. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not an African child. You're supposed to deal with those things as an African. Mm. But that is not the case. Yeah. At some point, some people need help. 
to, to actually understand where you're thinking the way you are why things are not working out the way you hoped they would mm. yeah to just find different solutions to your problems yeah yeah and there's a common quote that i see mm. around mental health advocacy and it is okay not to be okay mm. and it is okay uh, to seek help I actually find beauty in being vulnerable Yes, oh, there's a book I can recommend that oh. I have been devouring mm. and um, it is uh, Daring Greatly oh. by Rene Brown. Mm. It is there, go buy it at Aristoc okay. or if there's somebody that uh, you can borrow it from. Yeah. It is a wonderful yeah. resource. Yeah. On Netflix, there's oh. a, a Call to Courage by mm. Still. Um, mm. Renee Brown mm. and she is talking about vulnerability. Yeah, I think um, something beautiful about being vulnerable. Yeah, I would want to have a similar conversation with men mm. because men to get their side it of the is story. now another story yes. all together yes, yes. and hear how they deal with uh, such issues. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Dear listener, thank you so much for listening to Nyamshana's podcast. You have been a wonderful listener. I hope this uh, episode has enriched your life the way it has enriched mine. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye.